We invested Global Media Group presents American Scammers. Our topic today is Bernie Madoff, a former hedge fund investment manager and financial analyst who carried the largest fraud in U.S. history. He stole over 65 billion U.S. dollars and went undetected for 17 years. We all know he had already become a wealthy man and that his firm was an honest business a few years when his career first took off. But how did he become the world's biggest financial fraud? In this episode, we'll dissect three key points. Bernie's early life, how he successfully carried out his scheme, and how he was caught. Life is one big question mark, and the human mind is one hole to fill. So why not figure it out with me? Be sure to stay to the very end of this episode and together unravel the secrets to Bernie Madoff's scheme. Bernard Lawrence Madoff, a.k.a. Bernie Madoff, was born on April 29, 1938, in Queens, New York. He was born in a Jewish family and had two siblings, Sandra and Peter. As a kid, he idolized his father, who had built a sporting goods store with some success. However, sometime in the year 1950 and 1953, he witnessed his father's business collapse during the Korean War. This traumatized him and gave him the drive to achieve long-lasting success to make his father proud. In 1956, Bernie graduated from Far Rockaway High School, married his childhood sweetheart in 1959, and from there, finished his studies in 1960 with a degree in political science from Hofstra University. In early 1960, Bernie decided to attain a brief knowledge in law at the Brooklyn Law School, but found an opportunity in the investment side of the business. By late 1960, he left his studies in law and pursued his investment career. At the age of 32, Bernie opened his investment firm Bernie L. Madoff Investment Securities, LLC, with his beloved wife, Ruth. Like every other man, Bernie had to work his way up. With some money he saved while he was a lifeguard and from installing sprinklers years back, Bernie then started his trade with penny stocks with only $5,000 in his pocket. To give you an idea, penny stocks are very low-priced shares traded over the counters financial market. Bernie Madoff made a name for himself as a scrappy market maker. He completed small orders which the big firms wouldn't take. Within those first few years, Bernie cultivated close friendships with wealthy businessmen. He picked up their crumbs in the financial market. Bernie also persuaded his family and friends to invest with him. From late 1960 to early 1962, Bernie's father-in-law, Saul, invested $50,000 and helped gather some investors to expand Bernie's business. Bernie's success finally came when his brother Peter built an electric trading capability, something like artificial intelligence to identify market activity. This became recognized by major banks and investors, which attracted a massive order flow and boosted Bernie's business. Since then, Bernie's company became the largest market maker 
and eventually became the top 10 on Wall Street. In 1980, Bernie handled 5% of trades in the New York Stock Exchange. He built his reputation, only catering to the elite. Bernie was making $100 million a year and became the chair of the NASDAQ for three years. With that said, Bernie cultivated his image with exclusivity, which made his company all the more desirable to even wealthier investors. He bought luxury homes in France, New York, Florida, and yachts for he and his family. He also began participating in charities, notable auctions, and his name became one of the most powerful in the industry. The name Bertie Madoff was like diamonds then. Many investors entrusted and praised him for the unbelievably big returns whenever they needed to withdraw their money. Little did they know they had been victimized in Bernie's Ponzi scheme. In 1992, the first hint of scandal came up when there were complaints. However, Bernie sorted this out and the case was closed to clean out any tarnishes. In 1999, a financial analyst from Massachusetts named Harry Markopoulos noticed that Bernie was a fraud. According to him, Bernie was making money even when the S&P was failing, which made no mathematical sense. He also noticed that Bernie's business was earning undisclosed commissions, which was a huge red flag. From 1999 to 2005, Harry constantly tried to write and report to the SEC about Bernie's fraud business. In 2001 and 2005, Barron's Financial Magazine published an article that doubted Bernie's integrity. However, the SEC never took these claims seriously. From late 2007 to early 2008, when the economic recession began, investors wanted to withdraw their holdings. However, Bernie could not pay back the $7 billion. This confirmed all Bernie's previous allegations of fraud. Troubled, Bernie confessed to his brother, two sons, and wife that his business was a giant Ponzi scheme and that he could only pay out two to $300 million from the $65 billion investments from 37,000 different investors. He explained that he was able to keep up this scheme because of his good reputation and that whenever an investor needed to withdraw an investment he would give the old investor the money of a new investor he also mentioned that he had deposited some money in a JP Morgan to generate millions of deposits for himself to use and also to pay an investor if he suddenly wanted to withdraw funds after Bernie confessed his master plan front to swindle money Bernie's son surrendered their father According to Bernie, I don't know why I committed such felony. I already had everything, but I'm not entirely to blame for this. Bernie mentioned several other co-defendants, and according to Bernie, everybody was greedy, and he just went along with it. In 2009, at the age of 71, Bernie pleaded guilty to 11 federal felony accounts and was sentenced to 150 years in jail 
on April 14, 2021, at the age of 82, Bernie Madoff died of kidney cancer. From rags to riches, to a reputation of dishonest gain, Bernie Madoff will always be remembered as America's biggest scammer.